Hello and welcome to Highly Social. I'm your host, Mike Eaton. Uh, our sponsors are <coughs> COVID-19. I'm dying. <coughs> no, it's, um, uh, fuck. Joker glass. Joker.designs on Instagram. The three-piece bong. Use code Eaton. And Golden Cricket. The world is ending. We have to eat bugs to save it. You are our only hope. Goldencricket.com slash Eaton, and you can get money off your life-saving purchase of cricket powder. Uh, also, there's the new horchata protein drinks, and if you order those here in Austin, Eli will deliver them to you and refund your shipping. Isn't that crazy? You could have him at your house. Doesn't that sound good? Uh, anyways, that's enough sponsors. Today, we're joined by my favorite guest. It's Jonathan Kite. What's up, dude? Hello. We are both recovering from last night. <laughs> what are you talking about? We didn't do anything crazy. We're still up up from last night. Yeah. Um, dude, yeah. I've been in Austin like six months, and it was, I feel like now I never left. It. This town is so wild. Someone said it during South By, but uh, they were like, God, you nerds came in here with your stupid festival and ruined our all-the-time festival. <laughs> dude, He's not, or who, he, I, I assume he, but I don't yeah. even know their gender. They're not wrong. Yeah. Um. No, dude, I, I uh, haven't been here since, I think, December. Whoa. And then last night, I felt like as soon as I got off stage, we, like, started shooters and d- didn't stop until the wee hours of the morn. It's wild how quickly, like, because you just, it, you said this to me once that Austin is the new Paris, but it's, you walk around, you just see everybody you know. Dude, it's crazy how many people, I, well, especially because Moon Towers this weekend. Yeah. So that was the thing is I wasn't even planning on being here and then I was just like, fuck it, I'm going to go down there and then when I hit up people and they're like, yeah, we're all here. Mm-hmm. It was like, it's like a family reunion. It's awesome. It, it does. Is. It feels like summer camp. And there's dudes who, there's people that I know that only come to Austin once a year for Moon Tower, so mm-hmm. it's like a guarantee. So you get like that reunion every year about like, all right, I'll see you at this place in yeah. a year. It says, well, this is the only time that the city is like overrun with industry people too. So there's all the like schmoozery. I feel like South By is like that though too. Uh, maybe for music, I don't know. Also, maybe they don't like me yet. They they love you. Uh, they we, will. They, they they will. This is uh to get you. You want a record deal? What are you trying to get? Out Ooh, of I could be a rapist, rapper, rapper. Um. <laughs> I just eighties movies sunglassed you. Yeah. Um, Freeze frame. That's the cover of our box, <laughs> not our pussy, our VHS. Um, the uh, no, when I was here for, because I wanted to go see the Nicolas Cage movie uh-huh. because he was apparently here for the premiere. Yes, but there were so many industry people, and it was it it, it felt a little bit more corporate than I remember it being. Mm. This maybe and then maybe I just don't know it as well, but it it felt like there were a lot of fucking industry people here. That's possible. I was thinking comedy, not just uh, TV, film, movie world. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. forget that's also an industry. <laughs> the that's what they usually call industry. That's actually what when they're yeah. referring to industry, they're referring to the agents manager side of it. They're not referring to. Stand ups and <laughs> I know that, at all. That's my. There's a. You watch BoJack Horseman? Uh, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. There's a line. Princess Carolyn is on a date with a guy, and he goes, "Oh, you're in the biz too." She goes, "Oh yeah, what are you doing?" He's like, "Well, we call the biz the window fitting business." And yeah. So, <laughs> and she's like, "Oh no no no, I'm in I'm in show business." He's like, "Oh, well, I'm in the window fitting." <laughs> it's like, God damn it! But that, I feel like people do think that whatever their biz is, yeah, I'm in the biz. Yeah. I mean, I work for BizQuick. Oh. Um, that sounds like a job you want. I, yeah. 
I prefer being slow. Why don't you? I don't. Have you ever thought about becoming a taster? <laughs> I'm doing it for free. No, no, but get so paid much, for it. What What am I tasting? I mean, whatever Stuff. you want. I saw a video. <laughs> that's, that's, this is, that feels aggressive I immediately. Like anything you want to taste. <laughs> I just imagine uh, um, this unwanted, like you as as Godzilla, just coming into a factory, <laughs> tasting people. Um, uh, that feels like a court statement, uh, Your just Honor. Showing up at a vineyard, just, everybody's uh, doing a wine tasting. Just mine, sucking the grape. Where's cheese? You don't know, but I saw this guy who was a Briars taster. Oh yeah, the- yeah. Did you see that guy? But he didn't swallow. No, he he moves it around Clip his it. mouth. Um, yeah, but he he did it every. He, he ate so much fucking ice cream, dude. Yeah. And um, but I I instantly thought of you and wanted to call you and wanted to call you and I was like it is a fucking crime that my because somebody is doing that out there yeah and you think about because um I know you're a big ice cream guy I'm a big ice cream guy not as big as yeah. you but um I uh, can see yeah yeah um I wasn't sure if this was video or audio only uh, the cameras are just a fun prop no I know I'm looking off to a fake audience like Zach Morris yeah. guys time out um this is actually a casting couch um is that why I'm stuck. I've yeah. tried to get up several times. I know. I feel like a fly in a spider's web. And um, that's a different kind of biz. No, no, same biz. Same, it's the biz. It's the biz. <laughs> it's the original biz. Um, the, the OG. We sell casting couches. Um, I thought, like, all the interesting flavors that they come out with, like like Salt and Straw and Jenny's and all these fucking... Yeah. Somebody is tasting them. Yeah. And and I imagine that you would be as good as anybody at that. I would. I, there, I met a guy one time that worked in a kitchen for, like, Frito-Lay. So yeah, they have a huge industrial kitchen, I love and when they life. wanted to make like a chip seasoning flavor, they're like, "We want to do a revamp of salt and vinegar." They would cook dishes to try and find like the essence of that flavor, and then like refine it into a seasoning that they could put on the chip for sure. So like that to me would be like the most fun job. Just go be in a kitchen and be like, "Hey, we need a new flavor of this. What do you want?" And then you're like, "How could we make buttery mashed potatoes into a candy?" Well, now they vote on that shit because yeah. they'll have like a bunch of them for Frito Lay, and then they go the best one is, I guess, made a chip for the year. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I don't know. Um, I have no idea. I guess do you have to have like um like do you like cilantro? Yeah. So there's you it's know my the favorite gene? soap flavor. Well, that's it. There you go. <laughs> so then no, 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 no. I wonder if they make people who have the higher palate if they are mm-hmm. if they're the tasters for those. See, part of the problem though is that I have a stupid palate. Like I, I will eat just about anything, but I hate mushrooms, and I hate onions, and I hate cucumbers, and I hate pickles. And you do? I don't like radish. I feel like you've just named every new flavor. It's all in the straw. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, just just um, but yeah, butter, really vegan like souffle. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you may not be right for this job. Yeah. Okay, you'd be good at butter tasting. Yeah, Mike eating butter taster. That sounds just good. like Big Daddy butter tattoo. That's my butterfly. Oh, dude. This was made for you. Yeah. We're trying to get Mike a job out of this. Yeah. I mean, this is a great job. Sponsored by Cricket Wireless. Uh, Um, Last night, we were all, all the comedians were sitting in the green room at the weed show, just like, this, we have the greatest job in the whole wide world. How does, by the way, how does Eli not call the delivery of his bar Cricket Wireless? Well, you know. It's probably copyright infringement. Yeah. This is the greatest job. I cut you off and I apologize. Um, But you're right. This is the greatest job. (laughs) Um, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be right back. (laughs) 
Oh man, I I do need like one of those buttons that plays just an Eric Andre dun, 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 dun. <laughs> just freeze frame. Just us sit or just but us sitting here. Yeah. Because you imagine that they're like best friends in the commercial break. And then I've been like I've instructed Mike's my people have instructed Mike to not look at me. <laughs> if the camera's not rolling, we are not friends. Oh. What's the the craziest thing you've seen someone do with like a like green room behavior? You ever had anybody just act like so out you don't have to name names, but um just, I know you've run into some like pre Madonna behavior. I mean, Yes, a hundred percent. I had um, I won't name names, but I will never forget this. I didn't know who this person was. That there was actually a sh- there was a green room show where, and I I imagine that anybody who can be in the green room just should be in the green room. I don't think of it as like a gatekeeping thing. It's not my fucking green room, so it's like, who am I to say why someone should or shouldn't be there? And I think maybe because you're like in the same boat, you just sort of. You're friendly enough with people, you know? Um, I will tell you that, that two, two different things. First off, though, I was at a place where somebody brought, like, an ungodlike amount of people <laughs> to, yeah. to, a, to an impossibly small green room. And then it's not, it's no one's fault, but it's like, because the person there is like, is just there or whatever, but it's like, those people don't know what the fuck to do. And it's like, there's no hierarchy in that circle I'm thinking of specifically where it's like, well, you, you're more of a hallway guy. Everyone was like, I'm in the room guy. And so it just makes it ridiculously uncomfortable because we were guests on, it was a TV show. And so it was me. And I think I was there with maybe, maybe my publicist, maybe not, maybe my, my, I don't even remember who I, maybe a lot of times I fly solo, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but this person had so many fucking people in the room that it felt like I was encroaching on their event. (laughs) And that was really awkward. But there's the worst green room thing happened was where this person would refuse to make eye contact. It was a comedian. And I remember just thinking like, this is the craziest shit and I had didn't recognize them, but I didn't say anything. I was just sort of very polite, and they gave off this energy of nobody better talk to me. That's so weird. It was fu- it was so weird because it was at like a chill pop up show mm-hmm. where you just assume maybe like even at the comedy store though. Like I've had like the the coolest. Um, I was in a comedy store uh, in the green room, and I wasn't even on the show, but I went to go say hi to a buddy of mine, and it was a. It was everything was sort of like blocked off, like people don't want to be back there. But he was like, "No, come back. We're filming something. I want you to be on camera." And then he was just like, "Do you guys know each other?" To like the other guys who were just like way huge comics, and it was like the coolest hang. And it was like, yeah. you just you're a comic, they're comics, and then we everybody just was like, you know, it was just fun. So the idea, this was like a pop up, almost an open micer type of situation. This other one, and this comic just sat there like Eminem getting ready for a battle. And it was just like, it was so, there was so much insecurity. So I was just like, you know, l- you know, leave it alone. But then when I went on stage, my friend was like, oh, it just was like ridiculous when you left. And he stayed in there with them. And it was just like, it was like this terrible, like, yeah, I'm pretty famous. So it's like, nobody talked to me kind of energy. That's so weird. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I, I don't get the, the, like the more I meet like famous people and like big names, the more it's like really astounding when they're assholes about it. No, most I would say it's rare. Most famous people that I have had the pleasure of, like of running into, like they're the the nicest, coolest people in the world. Mm-hmm. It's usually the middle people 
um, that that feel like they should be better or not yeah. better, bigger or whatever. And th- that insecurity leads to them being like, if I posture like a cunt, people will be like, wow, that dude's famous. It just I, I always wish that they could just like watch a video, like just watch a video back of their behavior. Oh, dude. Just, like, if you could just record a green room and then just, like, play it back for them and, like, look how weird it was compared to what a normal green room is. Or if you could just, if they could be rated. Yeah. If, like, you know. Oh, if, dude, Uber dude, ratings. Bro, if everybody was, it's like it's like that credit system in China that they did. You I know, love there was, that. Dude, me too. Uh, communism is what I'm about. But Chairman Mao, God bless you and your family. Yeah. And um, Chairman Meow Meow. Meow Meow. Uh, I don't know, though, man. It's like, it, it's a weird thing that people... It's it's like people on the on the I think and not that there I mean there is a hierarchy you know but yeah. it's like and it's like that's how the world works no yeah <laughs> people keep pretending it's not that way no hundred percent so bonkers but also like just always be good I mean like you're in an environment with like minded people you're all a part of something and I always think like when you when you're on a show like that where it's like a rotating like a you know everyone's doing ten or whatever it's your job as a team that night to like give the audience a great show mm-hmm. so i i always think that that starts with like good energy in the green room yeah and just being fun and meeting those people you know i i know it's like a it's like a weird thing but like um you know i always i always thought that about this scene but like um hartle like when when we would do sunset you know i, I never when he, even when i wasn't on those shows i remember he was like go hang out in the trailer yeah and that was like such a cool like you know distance from everybody but i'm always reminded that when i come here about how cool the environment is of people just being like dude you're you know like come hang with us and be a part of the scene and like help you know help the scene you you know we're gonna help put you on and hopefully you'll make these shows whatever yeah. you can and i always love that about austin so much like uh, four days ago, I got a, a memory on Facebook that two years ago was the first time we met when we did the show at Sunset with Jeremy Piven, and it was Hartle was hosting. Yeah, know, I, and, I, I, that was that two years ago. Yeah, that was twenty twenty one. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, because I met. I, I did the old Sunset Room, and uh, no, no, no. Was he on that show? Yeah, I didn't remember that either. Dude, if you had a gun to my head, I wouldn't have come up with that. Dude, same. Because uh, also, that'd be a terrible way to ask. <laughs> hey, do you remember Jeremy? You remember the show? I feel like that's how he gets people to remember. Was I on the show? I guess. <laughs> Am I balding? No, 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 no. <laughs> Dude, does he talk about that on stage now? No. Somebody said he did. Sure, wish he would. No, somebody said he did. I was like, that's a, that's a. I feel like that's what the people want to hear. I always wonder. Don't you wonder that about? In, and this is um in the comment section. It's not right for social media because people are fucks. Um, but it's like I wonder what people want. People like and subscribe, and um, uh, I wonder what people want to hear about. You know, because like I remember when I would do like go on the road, and I wouldn't do two broke girl stories, and afterwards, like people would come up to me and be like, "You didn't talk about the show," so I wrote jokes about the show because mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, that's cool." Like people are wanting to hear what you know, like that about me, which I honestly just didn't write jokes because I was like, "Oh, I don't think people want to hear about the show." Oh, that's crazy. But it's like <laughs> that's crazy. Like, nah, they don't want to hear about no, this no, but thing, not that even it's that. awesome that I do. But sometimes I think that it's like um, that you not that you're bragging about it, but that you're sort of like or you're coasting on that. I never mm. wanted to like coast on, you know, like, um, hey, does anybody have questions about the show or like, oh, yeah, that would be gay. Yeah, yeah, but that would, that's but, not. But then I wondered what people would want specifically to hear about instead of like maybe what I thought was interesting or what they thought was interesting. But I always wonder what people like somebody like Piven. 
Because like he obviously has all those entourage stories, which I'm dude. The guy could do an hour. He could literally show up and do and do like a TED talk about entourage, and which people, I think would be also a cop out. A hundred percent. I would like for him to do twenty minutes of entourage material for an hour set. Oh, oh dude, a hundred percent. I remember Dave Coulier had the coolest thing. My buddy Michael used to open for him, and he would get out there, and Dave was like, "I get it. You love me from uh, Full House. The house would go, but the, the house would, uh, you know, would go, go bananas. Yeah, would go full." Um, <laughs> chub and so uh and then he would go i'll do one story and then he would tell like a very small thing up top and he's like y'all got what you came for and now tell jokes mm-hmm. and i thought that was a really smart way to do it yeah that's that would be a good move i feel like um that's one of the dangers that i see with people that get popular from stuff is that they will like just lean into whatever the thing is that's the draw but also for sure uh like the other side of that uh I, there was a clip the other day mark norman is on stage in poughkeepsie yeah and some lady goes, do your story about New Orleans. They I fucking love it. And he's so polite and doesn't yell at her, isn't mean. He's like, ah, oh, you're fucking psycho, you know. And then he, like, starts to tell the story and she's still interrupting. And it's like, I don't need that much input. But also, she wasn't there. <laughs> yeah. Like, she's, she's going to look back at that clip and be like, I don't remember doing this. I always wonder if those, like, heckling people... So this happened the other night. I was doing a show at Creek, uh, and uh, Tone Bell was on stage. Love Tone. And there were these girls in the front row, and he was talking. I don't. Oh, he was talking about. Uh, I don't want to spoil his bit, but he was talking about something, and one of the girls responded. Like it was not even a question. She just responded yeah, with her yeah. opinion on it, and then he started talking to them, and they kept talking, and so Tone is unbelievable on stage and commands a room so well. So he he just took the energy and made it so that like every time they spoke it was just embarrassing for them, and you could feel everyone turning on them like just shut the fuck up you dumb bitches, and and eventually they were like okay whatever and then he you know and he's getting big laughs at their expense and the show moves on and then after uh one of them walked out and I was standing at the bar and I'd been watching and she came up and she's like do you think that like that guy like fucking hates us I was like well, I mean maybe you were talking she's like well i'm from chicago and i have friends at second city and they like want you to respond i hate these women i'm from chicago and i was like you mean at an improv show where they ask you questions For a suggestion no yeah. they ask not questions a suggestion so you thought that when they're like hey we need a place that was the same as just a monologue <laughs> do you do this at church yeah oh, any they- live show they're just yelling out suggestions <laughs> That's it's so wild. Just the entire Jesus said to the Corinthians, uh, uh, "Coffee shop." Yeah. Um. Fuck, dude. Less I hate Jews. that, dude. Yeah. I, <laughs> less Jews. Yeah. Just that is your commentary on the Bible. Just like, come on, too many Jews. Come on, less. Less. I I, I have a Jesus bit that I maybe I'll try it out tonight. About less Jews, I like that. Yeah, it's fun. Dude. It's fun to say. Well, that that yeah, there's not so many of us in the second one. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that sucks though. I hate that that people. I hate that because I'll tell you one time I was doing I was doing the improv with Theo and um and he's the nicest guy and we were catching up afterwards and these fucking people would not shut up in the crowd and so we went out just to be by the bar and we were talking and these uh these girls came up and they were giving us a Yelp review on our stand up. 
and we weren't we were like close not even closed off we were just having a conversation just like the two of us over here and they were like drunkenly inserting themselves in like a pop-in and Theo Ugh. and we were looking at each other and then they were we were like okay and we just kept going and they kept like doing it and then Theo just looked at them and he goes oh, man I've been doing stand-up too long to sit here and listen to a couple of cunts like you and just walked away <laughs> story is so good it made me sneeze but i was like you were you were allergic to them yeah i mean i was just like dude this is like the fact and this was like this was like pre-covid so i feel like it's gotten i mean i think with social media and like people really like needing to have their opinion heard orny adams was just at the improv and somebody yelled shut up and they didn't yell it to him they were literally yelling it to the people in next to them and then orny was like wait you are telling me to shut up and they were like no 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 we were telling these people to shut up and he was like, you thought we just yell it out in the middle of the show? That's so crazy. He's like, can anybody tell them to please shut up? Like, it, the wildest way that people go, just because someone is talking in a freeform way, that it's yeah. like, oh, I guess we're all doing that now. It, it's uh, astounding how stupid people are. Astounding. You think, like, oh, that's probably about as dumb as you can get. And then, no, they, they're dumber even still. I mean, you get... The thing about... Uh, I think in a lot of the clubs... That it's like there, there's a there's an idea of security, and I'm sure some clubs have good security, mm-hmm. but it's like there's just a lot of clubs that have a guy in a blue polo. Yeah, or like it's just a comic who like is a door guy there, and it's just kind of like yeah, high. The, he's just the tallest comic. Yeah, like oh, you're uh, overweight. That is that's their way of telling, bro. If you're a comic and you're hired for security, lose weight. That's yeah. what they're telling you. I just got a security. I was just going to say, can you, can you do security tonight for my show? <laughs> um, dude, that's, but it's fucking wild that like, and, and here's the thing. I don't think that we've, unfortunately, I don't think we've seen the last of it. Like, I don't think that no. people, I think people are, they lean into it and they're going to keep oh, leaning into gonna it. It's going to get worse yeah, the yeah. more that crowd work clips keep popping up. But that's because only because people, people don't want to burn material. Well, yeah. And I get that. But also like we have to, at some point as comedians, like that's, you know we can't really do a union i just don't think it'll work because the benefit of being like a scab against a union would would appeal to every open micer but but also there's got to be like some collective decisions by us like we got to figure out what we're doing about chat gpt we got to figure well, out well that's what the writers are figuring out right now i feel like in that strike you know what i'm saying that they're they're trying to figure it out right now but you but the, the thing with the union and with comedy is like it's one of those things that everybody i mean what technically makes you a comedian mm-hmm. or it's like at least with sag you have to like pay your dues or you have to have a certain number of hours on an accredited set that's yeah. under those things it's it's hard because there's like pop-up shows and to get you know yeah i don't i don't know what the answer is and i don't think we're going to solve it let's ask chat gpt it'll be like how do we fix comedy Last years. <laughs> that will not fix comedy. That is the opposite of fixing comedy. Hitler tried it, and he was yeah. the least funny guy in history. Yeah. Oh, no kidding. Dude. I could not a read a room. Dude. I think he couldn't read. <laughs> he had a, like a real Stephen Wright energy about him, just screaming. Stephen? No, not Stephen Wright. Orny Adams. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Orny Adams, basically Hitler. Yeah, basically Hitler. Dropped out of art school. Can command an audience, though. <laughs> Oh man, um, I if, I just I don't know what we do about people because I I also have this trouble when people talk to me during my set. Um, generally, my first response is I'm mad at them for interrupting. Yeah, and so a lot of my first response is like a barb 
or something to be like punish them for speaking. Like uh, there, there was a a girl. I, I said something on stage, and a woman very loudly went "aww," and I said, "Oh, don't worry. Most girls I fuck are hotter than you." And, and like, <laughs> and she attack, was like, attack, you know, attack, like, yeah. yeah, and like that had to suck for her, but also everyone else laughed. And I don't think anyone else is going to speak up again. But I also, but if a hundred of them had said "aw," it wouldn't have mattered. Bingo. Because when I said that joke about my uh, being a basset hound, the room goes "aw" collectively. Yeah. And so it's tough because it's like you want to react in a natural way, but if your reaction is counter to what the room is doing, you suddenly put yourself on stage mm-hmm. yeah, unintentionally. But it's like you. But then, if the, if you clam up, then the then the com- I feel like there's a lot of comedians, you know, that attack the audience and are like, "What's up? Oh, this is too edgy for you guys." Yeah, I don't like, like that either. No, that's what I'm saying. But like when you do a round robin, or like when you're doing like everybody doing ten minutes, it's hard because it's like, you know, some guys, some comedians are like aggressive and they're like yelling, or they're or they are asking questions. Mm-hmm. There's like a lot of comics that like sort of you know get that out and then it's like you become a storytelling com- you're the storyteller that goes after them and they're like oh do we react the same way i think it's confusing sometimes for an audience yeah so well, they like, should do better yeah but that's what we're here to talk about audience do, do better. better the more you know yeah <laughs> that would be great yeah i, I don't know uh how we fix that because i also had uh an interesting interaction uh with a lady she uh, moved here from the Pacific Northwest, okay. and she realized just through her interactions with people at bars and stuff that she was just too sensitive. She was like, I'm just getting offended and upset at stuff, so I want to try and work on that. Yeah. So she got online, and her solution was to go to the Filthy Show at Creek. She was like, I get offended by stuff. I get upset really easily. That's her conversion therapy? Yeah. that was. She's like, I'm going to go and just immerse myself in vulgarity. And see if it helps. And she came to a show, uh, and she loved it, and had a great time. And was like, "Wow, this is really cool." Like, I guess, like, I don't need to be that upset about these things. It's a nice. And the best part was, she was telling me the only thing that happened all night that offended her was some lady was talking to one of the comedians, and then he called her a six, uh, and then it, that made her upset. Like, there was no reason to just call her ugly. And I was like, "Oh, that was me." There's yeah. a video of me doing that. that was, she pulls it up. Yeah, it's like the one she, thing you remember was that you hate. She has a real uh, yeah, uh, usual suspects moment. Yeah. Her coffee drops. It's been you the whole time. I mean. Guys are so sick. You know what's crazy? Is like, and that's the thing. Like what offends her or stuck out like that one thing, mm-hmm. something personal that she. I mean, listen, everybody has hangups about shit, but I feel like we go to comedy to laugh about those hangups. Because you didn't call her the six, right? I don't think so. No. Let's go to the tape. Yeah. Right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't know, dude. It's like people are, I feel like people are n- not necessarily looking to be offended, but I think that they want to affect. It's like why when, when people comment, I really do believe that they're bringing that, like, comment energy. Because I have that, like, a, a, um, a video up about Kid Rock. And, mm-hmm. like, if somebody reported it as being, like, a... Um, whatever i don't even know what they said because i don't i don't even run the tiktok but like uh, and i do it to stay away from it because i don't care like the comments like genuinely they don't i don't give a shit either way um and so somebody but did it and then i go well and, it, and by the way tiktok put it up put it back up thank god but it was like people are going on to be offended or to like have their opinion heard and it's like 
it, it didn't say anything personally about him. Now, obviously, if the guy's like a diehard Kid Rock fan, like 100%, but I wasn't even saying anything like negative about him or his music. So it's like it was just like a, 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 a video commenting on the, on the Bud Light shit. But it's funny that people then go, I feel like a lot of times they're going to see comedy, but wanting to have that same effect. Yeah. They're like, I, I want to have that comment section in real life. I think that there's the terms get thrown around so loosely and people say buzzwords just to say them, but virtue signaling, like the idea of yeah. uh, stating or doing something to show people how good or moral you are. Or being offended for people that aren't there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. On behalf of some like, oh, right. uh, and, and like uh, there's something that like my conservative friends always talk about, like the uh, soft bigotry of low expectations. And it's like the uh, racism they accuse like the, the woke left of because they're like, oh, this poor, you know, marginalized group, they can't even fend for themselves. Right, right. We need to be offended on their behalf. For sure. But like I see that in comment sections and it shows more than anything. I mean, it's primarily white women that are doing it, but uh, it at shows. But at in comment sections, it's like if you make something that is a joke at someone's expense, even if it's a group that you're a part of. And I've made plenty of fat jokes and then been told I'm fat phobic. And it's like, dog, that's my word. <laughs> like, yeah, dude. Like, yeah, uh, but yeah. You stuff even about. I have to if I don't let people know that I'm Jewish, they can't laugh at the joke. Oh, you don't have to let them know. They no, I talk. said I go my face. I said <laughs> I'm, I have the joke. I had to say Israel was a face. Yeah, only violence comes out. That's of what here. you should call your mustache. Yes, yeah, so I do. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. And so I had to start doing that fucking joke just because people were like, oh, because I had a joke about um, it never works. So, <laughs> um, uh, that's what they Don't, say about Jews. I, know, I was like, "Whoa!" Um, but um, <laughs> clip it and uh, know that I that I say um, I go. There's all these new terms in in, in that I have to learn in 2023. Like, do you know what a group of Jews is called now? The horn section, <laughs> and um, it got the same response in this room as it does in packed uh, audiences uh, around the world. And uh, but it's like. <laughs> I, I realized like well maybe me letting them know I was Jewish not going to help that joke but it's like but I realized like I had a bunch of stuff about Jews and mm -hmm. then you have to be like oh like I have to show my Jew card yeah. and it's like that's so fucking weird because I'm not it's not even offensive shit it's just like oh my god if what if Jews heard you saying this you, you can also lie I'm Jewish yeah like and I, I'm black yeah <laughs> uh, as a trans black Jewish woman but no, that's what I do say that. I, yeah. that's, I say that on stage. Um, that, by the way, got dead silence in that room last night about how I identify as a non-binary, transgender, little person of color. Yeah. Man, did that... Yeah. They also uh, tensed up when I said the word retard. And I was like, I hey, know. retards, chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not here. No, but We they, check at the door. They couldn't chill because they were... Retarded. Clip it. Um... <laughs> But um, uh, so like, yeah, it's just like, what are you even doing here? And then there's, of course, you know, what's funny is it's like the same thing. It's the same bullshit with social. Like, it's like, w that's why I don't care about comments. Like, sometimes I'll read them on my podcast because mm -hmm. I was like, like what people think I look like. That's like a favorite of mine, actually. Of course. And um, and uh, one guy actually saw my stand up and then like just parroted back what I said about myself. Like, you know, the ones who hate you watch your shit the most. Oh, yeah. Dude, he was like, you're this. And I was like, oh, so thank you for watching my, my yeah. other clips. But it's funny. It's like, you know, but that's, it's such a small fraction. It's mm -hmm. like, and that's why I think most audiences, like 99.9, .9, but it's like the one loud asshole in the room. Yeah. Is like, is like, holy shit. You know, they need to be heard for some, you know. You know, and it, the, the counter side of that, though, is <clears throat> the roast battle culture here. 
for sure where you can be uh like unbelievably mean and people are just cheering for it but people still comment crazy crazy and you're just like do you even know what this is the ones that blow my mind the most though are when it's like you're watching a battle you're hearing the people say stuff it's clearly getting huge laughs and it's like i mean obviously what's funny is objective or subjective to everybody yeah but like if you're watching something that's got a bunch of views and a bunch of likes and like there's big laughs happening they're like this is fucking terrible these guys fucking suck or also it's like maybe yeah no that it's never them yeah, that's yeah. what that's like, what I. What? It's so funny. It, that's one of the videos that the guys like. What I'm angry about is how objectively unfunny this is, and and the guy and you see these people put so much energy into it, and I'm just like, bro, call your dad or yeah, like something, dude. You just Have you tried milkshakes. Like, why are you so angry, bro? Something and but and that's the thing. People go on, but you look at like a roast battle. You're like, that's what it says it is, mm-hmm. and and somewhere. They're thinking like I'll in this community of people who are roasting each other. I will find a, a community of people who don't agree with this being funny or this is offensive. Yeah. It's yeah. like, dude, go go get on Reddit, go four chan, do what I mean. Oh man, Reddit comments are spicy. Those are spicy. Yeah, dude. The so I really didn't know much about Brendan Schaub or any of the fighter and the kid stuff. Uh, I knew there was like a little pop of controversy with Crystalia and them. Very interested to hear what you're saying right now because I, the truth is I've been I've done Fighter and the Kid, but I didn't know there was any controversy until I think you and I had maybe talked about it for a second. Yeah, but I didn't know what the controversy. I never heard of it. So yeah, like I none of that stuff ever popped to me. But like because I have friends in LA that do comedy, like yeah. they end up you know on the shows and doing so. Like my friend Nick Simmons has done some stuff with them, and there was like a whole thing about. Bench like dumbbell bench press that they were doing, where you know there was uh, Brennan was saying that he used straps, and so that was less impressive. And it's like he's lifting like two hundred sixty five pound dumbbells with a chest press. It's like you guys are monkeys. You're not even people anymore. You're crazy Planet of the Apes people with your muscles. That's insane. But I had no. There's a whole community online. They call them homeless cats for some reason. So there's like there's sixty thousand homeless cats on Reddit. Yeah, cool. That's the like the fan group, but they, it, what I thought was a page to support and be a fan of the fighter and the kid podcast, is just people that hate them, and it's just people, sixty thousand. It's so many people, and they are just all the time shitting on them and making fun of the way they talk, and like there's a whole. But they like, actively watch the podcast. Constantly. Oh man, they're dude. constantly watching everything. They're surrounded to every single person that's connected to them. The drama and all the side lives. You know, it's wild it's their version of a soap opera it is but you know what's crazy parasocial relationships to the max but you never i always say you're not making it if you don't have haters yeah like you you truly aren't because if people don't care you need i genuinely believe today to get like through all the bullshit and muck because everything is like who's famous nobody is everybody is whatever that like you truly need because they obviously have an incredible amount of love and support for their podcast but you do need it on the other side it's like the same thing with athletes when people go like fuck this guy or whatever he fucking sucks i'm like then you wouldn't have that opinion about him yeah he doesn't fucking suck he beats your team a lot yeah that's why you hate him yeah and so it's like, dude, yeah, people burning, fuck this guy, burn his jersey. I'm like, well, they're selling jerseys to this guy. And you yeah. have that much follow through that you are lighting it on fire. What do you, so now if we take that and we turn it at Bud Light, 
what do you what I mean I just don't understand so so two things that's the part that blows my mind is you're destroying stuff you already have dude you either purchase that or but also I think like why are people so angry on both like sides of it or whatever that's the only thing it, I don't even think was Dylan Mulvaney like an official sponsor or did they just make the can was it one can yeah it was so it did exist it was a yeah that's it. Yeah. But could you go buy the six pack in the no. store with how fucking funny is that? Yeah. Dude, it didn't it wasn't even a product for it was like a pitch that like be, that somebody like mocked up and then people were like fuck Anheuser Busch. Travis Tripp was like take it off my tour and it yeah. was like dude, it's just like bro, that's so funny that people had that much passion about like a one off. Well, and and like also it's, it's like if someone were to do a trans flag on nike and then people were like their own shoe and then people were like fuck nike that's fuck exactly everything. what would yeah, you're like wow i just uh, the thing that that trips me out is being that passionate or caring that much about a beer you have nothing it, to do it's with the lowest common denominator beer oh dude it's not even like it's it's just a beer like it, it, it's no one has ever been like my favorite flavor in the whole world is Bud Light. It's Bud Light, and then they they open up to just infinity jokes on both sides. Oh yeah, it's piss identifying as a beer. You know, yeah, there's, dude, there's, dude, everything. I'm yeah, I'm just I'm, I said they they're just mad they can't call them tall boys anymore. Yeah, I'm just like it's so, but it's like to have I don't I don't know that I care about any product enough in, in any way about any controversial thing that i'm just like I'm, that's like the that stage capitalism it. side of it yeah yeah dude, you're, you're waste, so upset about you're, you're wasting ammo shooting a beer you're waste. yeah dude i and mean he also just missed one case of it that's my favorite part just, oh no <laughs> those 16 right there are fine yeah dude it's yeah well he's gonna drink them off camera See, I'm not destroying all the urine. I just did the Nashville Comedy Fest, and on the last night that Darian and I were there, we went to the after party at Kid Rock's Honky Tonk on Broadway, and we're up there, and I was like, oh, we were joking that Kid Rock was there, and then turned over, and there's like a, a small man in a fedora, and I was like, oh, Kid Rock is here. He's bussing. He's... Uh, he, I don't. I have this weird thing where I've seen him on TV and I've seen him in music videos and stuff. Sure. But he just feels like a character in a movie. Like there's not like Kid Rock's not a real person. This is like someone dressed up a person and was like, "It's a Kid Rock." Don't you think though? In every how many locations they have? No idea. They don't you think that like if if he did have a chain and this is mm-hmm. a, this is an idea for him if he's listening and I know he is. Yeah, kid, listen. Um, up. um, hey, kid, um. They should have the staff dress like him. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like just, I, all the girls in like their slutty like outfits, but they just have the That's mustache and the and hair and the long hair, and and it's attached to the fedora. Yeah. So it's like you just take it off. It's like every and and it's what's it called? Honky tonk. Yeah. No. Welcome to Kid Rocks. No, it's Kid Rocks Honky Tonk. No, dude. Yeah, it's bad. Also, when he so uh, there's four floors. And the first yeah, you floor have a different... is the bar. The second floor is like a mezzanine that looks over that. Third floor is another private bar. Fourth bar, bar fourth floor is the most private bar. So uh, actually there's five because there's a rooftop. But uh, we go from the fourth floor down to the mezzanine and then he sneaks through like a back entrance. His band that's playing on stage that's just like the local like house band yeah. starts playing uh, Lean On Me. And then Kid Rock walks out and the place loses their fucking mind. Does right? he sing Lean On Me? He does. 
and that's it awesome. Kind of ripped. Oh, dude, like, I, it was kind of. Amazing. I like him as an artist. I I just don't like him as. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't, even, I don't even want to say I don't like him as a person. I don't even know anything about him. I just thought that that was a comical way I to react to. It's pretty funny. A trans. <laughs> can like yeah. that's just you know that's just funny to me um well, he didn't even shoot the trans he's just shooting normal but no, like exactly he didn't even shoot their cans just a month ago he had loved but he still loves them that's the thing that guy's not stopped drinking you bet you come on anyone who stops to think that he to, is he what is he gonna do how much bud light do you think he has around the house he's getting rid of all of it yeah he's shooting all of it imagine you catch a picture of him drinking one right now though it's oh, worth dude. a bazillion deep throating one yeah bro um, but I think wait the, with the hold on, hold on I want to understand this the fifth bar up, do you have to like qualify for like status points to yeah. get that like it's an airline you have a wristband oh my god yeah he has his own Star Alliance program yeah that is unreal it was pretty cool did you guys get to go up there uh, I didn't go to the the rooftop was people were out there just to smoke but I went up to the fourth floor with all the that was like the most private one that was pretty cool and how was it but but they have the rails around the edge of it are like only like belly button height. Yeah. And it's just straight down onto Broadway. So like you could just jump and die. Yeah. So I was just standing up there like, don't jump and die. Don't jump and die. Cause I'm an idiot. So that was, what and my, then you just fell. My experience was up there just like, ah, so how high were you? Yeah. <laughs> like four stories. Yeah. No, but I meant high. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mentally, Clip it. Four stories. Um, yeah, I, don't, I mean, listen, you know, that's, uh, does it cost more to, like, get the wristband to go up there? Well, we got it for being on No, no, the but festival. I mean just in general. Oh, th- you couldn't get them. So that, so that was the thing when. Uh, so it's like a Sky Lounge. Yeah, when Kid Rock went to go perform and we left and got on the elevator to go down to the mezzanine to watch. Yeah. Uh, there were, like, a couple of girls standing with the elevator and one of them started making eyes at me. And I was like, this, because normally if, like, a hot girl starts making eyes at me, it means she's a prostitute. It's like. Like, yeah, you're yeah, selling yeah. me something. Yeah, yeah. And so I was curious. Or she was, thinks you have drugs. Yeah, and I was like, exactly. They need something. Yeah. And I was like, I'm curious what she's going to ask me for. And she goes, I'll give you $100 for your wristband. And I was like, you're a dumb whore. This is a paper wristband. It couldn't even come off. Oh, my God. So did you do it? No. Okay. Um, That's wild, dude. I thought about it, though. Yeah, yeah. You're still thinking I, about I couldn't it. get it off my yeah, wrist, yeah. yeah. Damn these fucking damn these, damn these calves that for for these, wrists these stupid meat hooks, um, dude. I yeah, I love Nashville. Such a great comedy uh, city. Mm-hmm. I love uh, it was at Zany's, mm-hmm. dude. I love that club so much. I well, great heckle story. Um, so shout out to that club, and I um I have a New Kids on the Block shirt from my childhood that I that my brother and I wear as um. We wore as a nightgown. It's crazy. And it still fits you. It still fits me, dude. It's but it was down. It, we looked like um we looked like Muppet babies in it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And um I was wearing it on stage. And that night I um had was wearing it. And uh, they weirdly enough, had, new kids that night had sold out Madison Square Garden. Amazing. And so they were in New York, like, and um this woman yelled out about the shirt on stage and i was just like it was a it was a very weird i wasn't talking about the shirt she just was like commenting on i was you know probably talking about uh um not even it wasn't even music related i remember and she just was like ripping on the new kids and i was like do you understand 
how fucking famous these people are that they were big in the 90s this was only like a couple years ago they are still selling out Madison Square Garden yeah that's crazy that's what I'm saying the comment section in in her mind in life was to take them down because I was wearing a shirt having no idea that they had and it was by the way it was like they sold it out like two three nights in a row that's so that crazy run. to still be able to sell out MSG but also counterpoint who's still buying tickets to see that you would go well I, I, I know Joey Joey's a friend of mine. Is Clip Joey it. one of the new kids? He's, yes. <laughs> Clip it. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, Joey McIntyre. I, I love it. I think, I mean, listen, I, I uh, they have cruises. The only thing I know about New Kids on the Block is a lyric from the other boy band, LFO. Yeah, what is it? New Kids on the Block had a bunch of hits. Chinese food, it makes me sick. That's the and only I reason you know that because the girls stop by for the summer, bro. For the summer, you only remember the Chinese food bit. Yeah, no, that's that's how I remember the new kids yeah, on the block. Yeah, yeah. Who in comes before Chinese food? Yeah. New kids? What's that? <laughs> Are they edible? Yeah, new kids on the block. Is that a restaurant? Yeah, you, that's how you you just go to a park. You it's go. All like I'll take a number three. Do they have veal of goats? Uh, can you baby goats? Jamie, can you look it up? Yeah, um, <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't know. I don't. Uh, I'm not. Uh, I'm not a big veal guy. No, it's like the one thing I don't eat. I don't eat shark fin soup. Yeah, because uh, it doesn't add any flavor. It's just mean to the shark. Yeah, um, but and, it is kind of like you pretend to be Richard Dreyfus. This is for Jaws. <laughs> Still, yeah, <laughs> they got him in the movie. You didn't see the end of it. Spoiler alert: Day one, bro. <laughs> no, at the box office and in the movie. No way, bro. I hate to do it. That just cuts to them at the end. <laughs> just them eating shark fin soup. Just to let that's the that's the post credit scene. Why did they not do that? Just that's like missed opportunity, bro. You know that's the greatest movie of all. T- I mean, Jaws to me is in my top ten. But you, I know you know this part. With I've the, never seen the movie. <laughs> Clip it. <laughs> um, oh yeah. Most so you movies. know you've seen Jaws, obviously. Um, there's the best part ever. Is when they get the tiger shark and they're, I know you know what I'm talking about. When they go, it's all the locals that are on the uh, the dock. And um, there's a really heavy set guy who is clearly a local. One of the other guys famously is looking at the camera. He's just down the fucking barrel of the camera. And then he goes, and then Richard Dreyfus cuts it open and he's looking at it. And he goes, well, this is not the, you know, the great white. This is more of a, a tiger shark. And then you just have the, the, the heavy set guy go, oh, what? <laughs> and he, dude, it's the it's so weird, and you know Steven Spielberg is like, we don't have the money for a second take. Are we just going to go with that guy? It is so fucking weird. You have to watch it. Okay. There's just there's just YouTube clips of it. Put it up. I don't know what the graphics look like on this show, but um, just have him pop up and go, oh, what? But it is so goddamn funny and out of place. Like today, they'd be like, dude, I'm going to pay for the shot. We're doing it again. We're doing yeah. it again. It is so weird, and then they're they're looking at the camera. That's so oh, awesome. it's it's so awesome. You've never seen Jaws? No. It's it's a bummer. Most of the movies I haven't seen. You're really bumming me name, out right name now. Name your top ten films: Jaws, Jaws Two, Jaws 3D. Yeah, none of those. Jaws Four. Um. All right, Wizard of Oz. Yes, I've seen that. <sighs> yeah. I had a girl one time tell me she's like, I don't really care for that movie. Oh, I also did not care for the movie, but I have seen it. That's why you and I are no longer fucking. Why? <laughs> Why didn't they zoom in on the hanging midget? It's not a hanging midget. It's a crane, bro. Okay, now I really don't like. Yeah, that's the only thing <laughs> yeah. that you care. You you like midget suicide? Yeah, who doesn't? Um, uh, it's a little problem. <laughs> get out. <laughs> um, 
Uh, the I would say I've seen Get Out. That's a great movie. Oh, you, of course you've seen that. You're like, I wonder if there's any race jokes in here for me. <laughs> uh, what about uh, Back it's to the Future? Uh, yeah, I've seen the uh, first one and the third one. Shawshank Redemption. Yes, did not care for it. What movies do you like? Uh, Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factor, obviously. Transformers. Big big fan of Transformers. That was a great film. Which uh, one? All of them, really. No. But uh, I like the first one and the second this one. This podcast is going south immediately. Uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Yeah, you love that it's one. my favorite movie. Oh, so you like you like drugs and uh, and food? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I like Chef. That was a great movie. Did you like Ratatouille? Yeah, I loved Ratatouille. I bet yeah. I can name all these. Now. now I know you. Now I got you, bro. <laughs> the TV show Hannibal really upset me because... Uh, was it Mads Mikkelsen plays yeah. Hannibal yeah. and he's like a gourmand level chef yeah. and he's cooking people that way yeah. and the whole time I'm like I'd try people so do you like movies Soylent Green I haven't seen that that's oh. where they eat people though right? yeah that's yeah. the that's the you of movies no dude you would love that no I'm saying because they eat people <sighs> what um, other movies do I like wait hold on lean on me alright lean on me hilarious kid, kid rocks lean on me no what? did you ever see Um, what about uh, Stand By Me uh-uh. was the pie eating contest uh-uh. dude you're, I've seen the Little Rascals film. No, but I'm saying the, there was a great pie eating contest in there that just trust me, mm-hmm. you will love it. I've um, seen all of the Futurama movies. Those are amazing. Futurama is one of my favorite shows of all time. Yeah, for sure. Wait, but what else? Uh, there's got to be. I feel like there's more food related movies that we're not getting to. Alive. alive yeah. What? What is alive about? Where they eat people in the Andes Mountains. You are. That's not food. Bro, that's people become. That's the worst case scenario. Spoiler for me. alert to but, them, it was. Yeah, but 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 I like food. Food. Oh, I need to see the menu. People keep telling me that. Yeah, too. it was good. It was good. Um. Oh, I just saw John Wick four. I didn't see the first three though, so I was. They don't confused. eat in that movie. They don't. No, it's very upsetting. Yeah, yeah. You were not like, a single. Meal. You were promised food. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you're. I had to go was, bring my own. Wasn't enough food. Yeah. Um. Oh, I saw the Gray Man. That's a great film hilarious dude you're just like you were like whatever vhs they have at the home <laughs> there's really no rhyme Did you ever reason. see meatballs no. you were so disappointed you're like there's no meatballs i saw uh, uh killer clowns from outer space dude one of my favorite movies of all time so good so good the cotton candy, the cotton candy dude, so yeah, cool. yeah, and the, bro food <laughs> that is you everything i have a uh shirt that i ordered um it was some weird vintage shop, but it's a Killer Clowns from Outer Space shirt. It's bright yellow. It's the clown with the green hair. Sure. And it's the people all trapped in a crazy... It's a very disturbing graphic. And you have this shirt? I've worn it on stage a couple of times, and without fail, at least one very strange person will come up to me afterwards and be like, that's a great fucking yeah, movie. Yeah, dude, always. It's always the weirdos. It's like, come out, come out wherever you are, which you know is from Jaws. Um, they uh, No, Wizard of Oz. But um, yeah, th- there's some shirts that you wear... Where like if there's such a deep cut, like people mm-hmm. either know that movie and love it, or they're like never heard of it. Yeah, they're like, "Are you insane? Why yeah. would you put that on, bro?" It is so, what an incredible film. It's like, do you ever see the movie Troll Two? Troll Two is one of the most. And have you ever seen Troll, dude? It's so. I got um. I'm gonna I'm throw a humble brag here. My downstairs neighbor used to be the little boy. So all grows up. So all grows uh, up. His, well, that's not the flex. You th- my downstairs neighbor used to be a little boy. We all used to be a little boy. Um, he, uh, n- not Dylan. Oh no, even Dylan Mulvaney. Um, <laughs> kid, you just shoot a you just shoot a Bud Light candle over again. <laughs> the um no no the uh, so so he he had said I did acting when I was a kid. I I was like oh what were you in? And he goes I was in Troll Two. And he made a documentary about it called Best Worst Movie. And this movie. 
is so goddamn bad. It's like the it's it is po- quite possibly the the you will watch it. They do Grindhouse. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Alamo Drafthouse. I know there used to be one here where Mothership mm-hmm. is now, but they used to do festivals of this movie where people would line up and come dress as the characters. Amazing. But it wasn't like I mean, you know that obviously there are cult films like that, like Rocky Horror and all these other amazing films. Bad movie. But 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 at least like I think it's a, there. You could at least see the level of talent. Yeah. In the movie, obviously it starred incredible people: Susan Sarandon, Tim Curry, one of my idols. But it's like this movie is a sequel to a film that that didn't need to. They're completely unrelated, and it was by this Italian director who thought that he was making a fucking masterpiece. He thought he was making Citizen Kane. Amazing. And he still thinks it's that. Is that the Rosebud one? Yes. I have not seen that, but I know that spoiler. Rosebud. He says that when he comes. <laughs> Clip it. <laughs> and <laughs> so. Citizen Kane. When he's budding. Yeah. Um, uh, he, uh, um, he, you only seen the porn versions of all these movies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the, um, the movie is, it's so bad. You, you have to watch it. And it's like. It, I, that is a genre of film I adore. Yeah, the, you, when you laugh at something that was not meant to be funny, bro, you would fucking love this. Have movie. you seen Tiptoes? No. All right, we're trading terrible. Oh, films. wait a minute! You told me about this before. It's my favorite movie. It's so Fear and Loathing is my favorite one to watch because conceptually it's amazing. Yeah, Tiptoes is the best movie ever made. It's Matthew McConaughey and Kate Beckinsale, and they're in a relationship, and he is a firefighter in Malibu, and she is an artist, and. Then one day, Matthew McConaughey's twin brother shows up. Yep. He's Gary Oldman. Yep. But he is a little person. Yep. You, you sent me the trailer. Their entire family is little people, except for Matthew McConaughey. And the the drama of the movie is that Kate Beckinsale is pregnant, and there's a chance it might be a midget. And there's one point where Matthew McConaughey is introducing her to his whole family, and Kate Beckinsale says, you could have told me your whole family is midgets. And Matthew McConaughey says, they're not midgets, Carol. They're dwarves. Wow. <laughs> and it's meant to be like, no, we're teaching. We're, this is a learning moment. And it's just the funniest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. I mean, I mean, the pitch of that movie must have been insane. Also, if when you after you watch it, we have to talk about it again. Because there, the, the whole plot of it ends and where there could be a wrap-up of the movie. And then they just add like six more crazy twists to it for no discernible reason. Buddy, save it for the sequel. They ran out of budget. So instead of CGI and Gary Oldman as a little person, he filmed everything walking around on his knees. Like Dwarf. Like Dwarf. No way. How do you. Did you produce uh, this movie? No, but I have watched it a lot. Wow. Yeah. And then you go and you read about it because Peter Dinklage is also in it. He plays. But not. uh, A member of a biker gang that drinks cognac and morphine out of a big glass jar yeah he's dating sure. patricia arquette obviously she rides in the sidecar yep. motorcycle which is very funny to see little big and big little uh he's it's crazy because well he that whole controversy came out where he like didn't want them to do snow white and the seven dwarves with actual dwarves because he didn't think it was good representation of them so and dumb. it's like bro you made you can play grumpy then bitch dude <laughs> Pro, how well he's like he was probably pissed he wasn't asked. Yeah, but but it's like how few there's how many jobs are being offered to dwarves? Like the fact that you too many, if you ask me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're just two of them in a or just in a man sized suit. <laughs> he, they get half the pay. Peter Dinklage played like a mob boss in some movie. Uh, I can't remember what it was, but it's uh, 
it's like a, a girl boss film. I think maybe Promising Young Woman or something like that. But there's a a lady and he has a mom that's in like a nursing home. But but basically in the in the movie you're supposed to be scared of Peter Dinklage. And he's just like this little guy in a little suit with a cigar and like doing mob boss stuff. And you're like, little guy. Oh my God. Just one kick to the chest. Mob. Welcome back yeah, to Mob Juniors. Yeah. It's just, it pulls me out of the movie so hard because everybody is acting like they're scared of this little dude. And so you just grab him by the nape of his neck and toss him out. What I mean, are you, what are you talking about? This was a comedy? No, it's an action film. It is meant to be like a serious film. And then you're just like supposed to be scared of him. What? Yeah. Can you imagine? Why would... Wait, do you think the part was written for a little person or they were... Or they? I think it was written for him and he was trying to be like, I, like I have range. But only up to here? Yeah. Yeah. Like, buddy, you buddy. don't have scary range. Is he in like a really adorable suit that used to belong to an American Girl doll? <laughs> it must have been. It's... I just... The whole time, every time he would show up, I would laugh very hard. Everyone I was watching the movie with was like, shut up. Yeah, what like, are you, midge-phobic? Yeah, probably. Yeah, dude. I mean, but he played Tyrion in the Imp. He was famous for playing Imp was in the name of the character. And then That's he's like, awesome. Because they're doing uh, Time Bandits as well. And, he, and there's, they're not using little people for that either. Have you ever seen Midgets versus Mascots? No. Another great film. Uh, the premise of the movie is there's a guy that's like a super millionaire. And part of his life, he was a mascot, but he was also a midget. Uh, he marries some bimbo. When what was the mascot? Uh, I, I think like his college, whatever college he was at, he played the mascot. No, I know, but how did... I, I don't remember what the specific... But so this guy, he's old. He marries some like 30-year-old hot chick. She wants to take his fortune when he dies. But so he writes into his will. He knows that his shitty son and her uh, are both just after his fortune, so they have to compete against each other. One of them gets a team of midgets. One of them gets a team of mascots. And they're doing like a Olympic-style games. Is Peter the, Dinklage in this one too? Winner, no, Gary Coleman is though. Oh yeah, he, there's a naked scene with Gary Coleman. They use a stunt penis, but for a long time, I thought Gary Coleman had like a hog because he does in the film. But so they fight each other, and most of the people that are the mascots are actually just like homeless grifters that just said they were mascots for a chance to win, and they are exceedingly mean to the midgets during the competitions. <laughs> it's wow, really good. It's set up like a documentary. Yeah, but- you and I have seen very different films. <laughs> You haven't seen Citizen Kane? <laughs> this is your Citizen Kane? Yeah. Oh, my God, midget dude. Named Rosebud, yeah. Midget. <laughs> he rides on a sled. What's it called, Midget? Midgets versus Mascots. Wow. All right, dude. I'll put it on my to-do list. There's so many movies out there like that. I'm supposed to watch Rubber about the haunted tire. I've never even heard of this movie. It's a tire that's possessed by the devil and kills people. You should watch the Christine. It's the whole car. Prequel. You ever heard of Christine? No. The, the Stephen King novel? No. <laughs> I read Cujo. Same author. But I was on so much cocaine, I don't remember any of it. You read it quickly. <laughs> you no, breathed that's how, through that's it. That's how he wrote it. He doesn't remember writing it. Is that what he said? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. It's a. It's a not a great movie. Most of them don't translate. He doesn't like Shawshank Redemption. It's not a good film. What? It's it's just objectively a bad movie. A guy goes to jail and then sneaks out of jail. Of, of all times, <laughs> yeah. The this guy fucking good. pitching rubber over here. <laughs> it's just like uh, what is what is interesting. What is what? What is interesting about the movie? It's about friendship, and it's about redemption. Is it about friendship? It's about a redemption in Shawshank. I think it's just people really like the sound of Morgan Freeman's voice. 
I mean, Andy that's part Dufresne of is a character in a movie. Don't make he me hate this movie. Stuff. With this terrible impression. And now he's in Mexico, possibly, or somewhere else. How many times Here. have you seen it? Once. And I was just like, this sucks. Man, you are. Oh my God, he's behind the poster? He was digging behind the poster? That was Get revolutionary. No way. It's one of the most universally beloved films of all time. They should have at least made it like a, like a cool Ocean's Eleven thing. You know the guys that snuck out of Alcatraz? They used soap, and they carved shapes of their head out of soap, and then put hair on it, and then they had to go and dive into the water and swim through freezing cold water to escape. This guy just had to cry out through poo-poo for 20 yards, and he was digging with a spoon through brick? That's believable. For years. But was it years? Yes. I guess. I couldn't really tell. What do you mean they added gray to his hair? <laughs> and he wore Somebody glasses didn't watch this to show that time has passed. Somebody yeah. didn't watch this film carefully enough. Well, I was bored. Oh, my God. This. <laughs> it's like when you try and listen to Johnny Cash after listening to, like, dubstep. Like, this music's boring. <laughs> wow. I realized as I was saying it was a terrible take. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> what is happening right it's now? It's genuinely how I feel. <laughs> After so, oh, down, down, down. That's a bad song. And you think the dubstep? Have you ever heard of Skrillex? <laughs> yeah, because he covered Ring of Fire. Yeah, I would way rather listen to that cover. So you should watch the remix of Shawshank Redemption, which is I don't know. Yeah, we got it. If they could dubstep remix, shop. Actually, if you just made Shawshank Redemption a thirty-minute, like twenty-two. Maybe 22 minutes, you get eight of commercials. It's actually a short story. It's in Apt Pupil, um, uh, Stand By Me, which was called The Body, that one. And then there's a, another one. It was called The Four Seasons or something. And then it was the four Yeah, so stories. if they had just made it like a short. I wish it was longer. I wish it, I wish it was still going on. I'd like to know what's, what happened in that prison. I I'd just, like to the see the day in and day out. A little bit of follow through and not be a fucking coward and show me the actual end of the movie instead of just leaving it up to interpretation. They do show you the end of the movie. Where? I didn't see him in Mexico. What are you talking about? Do they show him in Mexico? Did I turn yes. it off too soon? No way. <laughs> do they really? Yes. <laughs> Mike, I'm pretty sure you didn't see this movie. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're thinking of another movie. Or you were so high, you kept blacking in and blacking out. <laughs> this a- movie's forever. <laughs> Like Mike, we're we're watching it for the third time in a row. You just keep waking up in different spots. There's a, a distinct possibility that I'm confusing it with the Green Mile, <laughs> bro. <laughs> and you just think you that remember Michael when Clark Michael Duncan Clark Duncan beats it, the shit out of Andy Dufresne? Is you just think that he, he has is a pet mouse that sneaks to Mexico, <laughs> dude? Oh my god! Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a great film. Okay, I guess I'll watch it again. I mean, okay, all right. Can we at least agree that the original Top Gun is a very bad movie? Uh, describe bad. What's your definition of bad? Uh, well, nothing happens for any particular reason. The acting is not believable. It's essentially just gay porn. It's somehow like homoerotic. That scene is great, right? What? I'm, I'm wearing the shorts also, from it today. They never play any song in the movie all the way through. And they do. That's most movies, though. No, no, no. I feel like you haven't seen most movies. In, Mike, are you admitting this on your podcast that in, you've never seen a movie? In the sex scene with Tom Cruise and the blonde chick, they restart that song like eight times during it. You take my breath away. Oh, wow, that's a good voice. But they, 
I don't think you've seen this movie. <laughs> but they keep restarting. There's one when they're going to fuck for the first time. The way that those are cut together with the cars speeding, yeah. it looks like they're about to get into a head-on collision. Yeah, that's the way. And then the and then Danger Zone. The one time that they should play a song all the way through, they they just play that clip, and all of the maneuvers are just like, oh, he's he's evading us. We can't find him. And then you just see a plane go. Like just slightly left. No, I, I and they I, act like it's the craziest thing of all time. First like, off, I gotta follow him. Have you ever flown a plane? Yeah, budges. Yeah, I don't know. On PlayStation, I'm a great pilot. Yeah, and all you, there you go. You, what's what's your maneuver on PlayStation? Uh, if you go really high up into the air, they do and, that and one you too. Cut the engine, it stalls, and then you start to fall, and then you can go upside down and come up under him go. They do something like that in Top Gun. No, but they don't show that. They just say that that's happening. They don't. If you watch the cuts of the planes, it's still just they're like, all right, I'm going to do a cool maneuver, and then it's. I think they do. No, and they never show Andy Dufresne in Mexico. Yeah, I was like, I think you. I have no out. credibility you whatsoever. Do. I'm pretty sure that was in the movie, and they never play the full songs ever, ever, unless it's the credits. Um. I feel like we're going to have to start watching movies. I hate uh, the way that they killed Goose. Yeah. Uh, when they... So this this was my chief problem with the movie. So Goose dies in a training exercise. Right. Wow, how low stakes is that? Because he hits the fucking roof. The, the roof, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, what a crazy bummer way to kill a main character. And then... When they're rescuing them out of the water and they pull Goose's dead body, yeah. the shot of him just dangling, yeah. it's like 10 seconds. Yeah, It's, it's a, just it's a gratuitous. Weird they're just like, uh. And then at the end of the movie, Tom Cruise is supposed to be best friends with this guy. He knows the wife and the kid. Miles Teller eventually. You know, like, yep. That's like such an emotional moment. And then instead of giving his dog tags to the family to remember father, husband, by, he just throws them in the water. It's like, I love you, Goose, and just throws him in the water. What? All right, so you didn't agree with his choices. Yeah, I, it's selfish. It's not selfish. Maverick should have died. That is a hot the take. The son died. <laughs> yeah, the wrong, that is a hot take. I've seen Walk Hard. That's a good movie. Uh, yeah, that's a good movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Top Gun is a great movie. That's <sighs> crazy. Did you see the new one? Yeah, new one's great. Yeah. But also, needlessly gay. Why did they? Why did they need to do that part? How are you going to get mad at Bud Light and not get mad at Top Gun? Yeah, I, I don't think. I think four people are mad at Bud Light. Uh, six and a half billion dollars in market cap. Yeah, I think it'll be back. They'll be, they'll be fine. Mm, I don't know. That's my hot take. That's people my... are going to start drinking Coors Light and realize there was never a difference. If it's not Coors Light, and Coors loves the gays. Yeah, yeah. They're from Denver. Yeah, taste the Rockies. Yeah. <laughs> um. When you're, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, Sam Elliott used to do them. Well, they have like the, they have the manly. It's funny. Can you name any other spokespeople for beer? Are official spokespeople besides Sam Elliott for for? Beer. I'm, I'm curious. Like besides Spuds McKenzie, um, no, no, me I neither. I, well, I don't think I can name spokespeople for anything. I assume Shaq is probably involved with the beer. He's pretty entrepreneurial. He's got the General Buick. No, I don't think he... No. He owns some Burger Kings. He owns Papa John's. Oh, there you go. I think you're That's thinking of another black them. guy. <laughs> I think you're thinking of Michael Clark Duncan. <laughs> He's dead. Oh, so you do know. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure. No, he died. No, I know that because that. of a rap song by Hoodie Allen. And what Chinese food is mentioned there? <laughs> it, none, actually. Oh. 
No, it's no, no Chinese food. <laughs> it took a second. Yeah, I had to remember the lyrics. Yeah, you were like, yeah. Um, man, we're gonna. You and I are gonna have to start watching movies, and every time you fall asleep, I'm gonna poke you. <laughs> the thing is, we're gonna watch movies, and you're gonna get legitimately upset about my genuine feelings. By the way, this the is the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Is you and I watching movies, and then you hating on things that everyone else loves? <laughs> yeah. On YouTube right now. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, huge. But it's like, and and people watch them. They're infu- they're they're just infuriated. And you're just like, you don't like this movie? Fuck you! And all the comments. Are, but yeah, they just do it. But you, I think, genuinely have bad taste. <laughs> okay, well, John Wick Four was terrible. I didn't see the first three, so I didn't have a lot of the content. I love how you thought that <laughs> you needed to see the first three to understand what's happening. I didn't. Oh, who's he fighting? Well, I don't get it. It doesn't matter. They're no, in, that's my point. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But so the I can't have is, seen Jaws four. I've not seen Jaws one, two, or three. They gave him a suit, and they said it was made out of Kevlar. Yeah, and they're like, "This will make you fight real good." I saw and then, it. And then there's a bunch of times where people shoot him point blank. Yeah, and the bullet hits it, and it bounces off. It's like, "Bing!" Yeah. And you're like, oh, no, he's dead. I don't know that it bounces. I mean, the it doesn't go through the suit. But it doesn't. If you get shot with a bulletproof vest, it still like breaks bones. Yeah, yeah. And like slows yeah. you down. Yeah. And he's just taking multiple from close combat, and then, and sometimes he's a god and can throw these crazy cool kicks and is doing amazing stuff. And then sometimes he gets thrown off a balcony and should have broken his back, and it's just like laying on the ground in the water. And yeah. then Like ten seconds later, he's like, "Oh, I can do a backflip kick," and then. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah, it was great. Consistency. I fucking loved it, dude. Make it, to give me at least like some like Deus Ex Machina Sheena thingy that I can believe. <laughs> I need a machine from God <laughs> yeah. to tell me that he has like some kind of biometric thing in him that fills him with uh adrenaline. Adrenaline, yeah. Or the suit is made out of micro diamonds that reflect bullets or something. It might have been. Make up some shit. Don't just say Kevlar. And then give him a fucking pit viper pistol and be like, this is the best gun in the game. It's not the fucking golden eye, golden gun. He gets a fucking fire shotgun later. That's how, way cooler. How cool was that? Fire shotgun was awesome. Yeah, see that you gotta admit that. Everybody loves fire shotgun. Dude, that was that was really the best cool. part of the movie. Yeah. That was the most realistic part of the movie for the you. Top, the bird's Dude, eye view come on. with fire shotgun. Dude, so cool. it was literally like, yeah, it was like Bond. But all of his dialogue, it sounds like uh, like Bill and Ted. Yeah, he had 47, or he had like something like 47 words in the movie. My favorite was at one point, <laughs> he, he, they said consequences, and he goes, consequences. And it's just like, it looked like he just heard the word for the yeah. first time. Like he was, yeah, someone was teaching him a foreign language. Yeah. All, <sighs> he was re- repeating back to Duolingo. Yeah, and then he, he's like, loving husband. Say I'm a loving husband. I'm like, no way you were a loving husband, dude. You're autistic. No, he, they're why autistic people aren't loving husbands? No. At least, at least 60% of love is eye contact. I don't think so. Ray, Ray Charles, As a movie Stevie expert, Wonder. Yeah, they never loved. They, according to you, yeah. they can't love. That's why he was literally, isn't she lovely? He doesn't know because he can't make eye contact. No, he's asking. Yeah, no, yeah he, is it she? He's talking about know. a baby. Oh, that yeah. sucks. That's, <laughs> yeah. Ew, he was a Clip pedophile. It. <laughs> <laughs> That's disgusting. You heard it here first. Mike Eden hot cake. Hot cakes and hot takes with Mike Eden. Oh, We're just man. eating fucking pancakes and you're saying Shawshank's no good? <laughs> it's not. It's just not. Dude. It's a boring film. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're not. <laughs> I'm not. Have Piece you seen of shit. Airbud two, golden receiver. No, a dog plays a football player. 
Um, I don't think that dog knows what he's doing. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I think they're just feeding it treats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For him, does he catch a ball? Yeah. Spoiler alert. Uh, amazing. Yeah. yeah. He also like runs and jumps up and like parkours off defenders to catch it. Oh, really? Yeah. And they're all idiots. They can't even tackle a dog. Pretty cool movie. <laughs> no, that sounds like a that sounds like a terrible. I love how you can't poke holes in that plot, but you do in every great film. <laughs> like that, that's where you draw the line. I like to remember the Titans. Oh, dude, love that movie. Oh, I was just talking about this was someone the other day. Do you remember the film Radio? You mean with the uh, with the uh, Cubigan Jr. Yeah, where he's just Special. a retarded guy that's the mascot. They're like, oh, we have a grown man that. Hangs Wait, he was the children. mascot. I thought he was like the statistician. Same thing. No, no, no. He didn't. He didn't have brain. No, he was like. Uh, <laughs> Wait, <laughs> you're a mentally handicapped person describing this film is what you sound like right now. He didn't have brain. <laughs> All right, Mike. <laughs> Somebody was up for the part and didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> he was like a morale person. He wasn't like a, oh. like a technician on the team. Oh, They're he like, wasn't. I, I don't think so. And I'm pretty sure you at one don't point know. They, you they, didn't see this movie. <laughs> I saw it forever. Ago. You saw parts but of it. At one point, they locked him in a closet. I remember that. They were mean to him. Man, the stuff you remember <laughs> in these films. Dude. Yeah, it's it's pretty upsetting. Does he make it to Mexico in the end? <laughs> that I don't. <laughs> that know. I don't know. I, I think they, I think they win. <laughs> the end of radios. The team wins. Wait, why is it called radio though? He has a radio that he listens to. Oh. He doesn't get a name. That's how dehumanized they just is. call him radio. Yeah, and it's 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 pretty rough. Oh, I saw. I am Sam. I was, I swear to you, I go, how many of the mentally handicapped movies have, have you seen? All of them. Yeah. Have you ever seen My Left Foot with Daniel Day-Lewis? No. I can't barely see either of my feet. That, that feels like the documentary, The Struggle with Weight, My Left Foot. Yeah. They have to take it. Yeah. What? No, is that a tarred one? Yeah. You never saw this? No. Bro, have you ever seen My Left Foot? Dan, have you seen it? Nick, have you seen it? Oh. Dude, it's unbelievable. He's the best. That's so he has Ooh. an opening. Daniel D. Lewis plays this this author. Is Christy he the guy Brown. that plays uh, yes Lincoln vamp- Lincoln Vampire Hunter? No, <laughs> damn it! And you knew that it was not right either. You son of a bitch. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's where he's Abraham Lincoln. He kills vampires. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's the sequel. Um, he um he fucking uh he is so good. He plays Christy Brown, this guy who only has use of his left foot, mm-hmm. and he was a he was a, a poet. And uh, in Ireland, and a, a notorious alcoholic. Wow, what a character! Movie. You should see him playing this fucking. I don't understand. The only interesting people you have brought up today is a dog who caught a football. I, well, you yeah. are definitely autistic. I'm sorry, dog has four feet. That guy has one. Let me tell he you, he's four times more interesting, bro. He can't even do that thing unless the other linemen are checked out. And they were distracted. More by believable he than was John. A good Greg. boy. More than John. He was a really good boy, dude. That was your review of the film. <laughs> um, oh, what what other movies are good? My Left Foot, I can't believe for you watching uh, movies about mentally retarded people and you've never... Th- that, is the, that is the goat Damn. of all those movies. Uh, he won an Academy Award for it. That's like what put a lot of people onto him. And That's he, crazy. Bro, he is so... Guy- so, there's an, so one shot... That's got to feel a little like insulting, though, to be like, dude, you're really good at pretending to be retarded. It's not even that. It's, it's, the, it's the thing that he does. So it's like he doesn't... Um, it's not so much about speeches and stuff the way that a lot of those films are. Uh-huh. Like, he, he, he shows what it is actually I like. I have a dream. Right. Okay. <laughs> Give this man an Academy Award. 
I'm telling you, that, I never saw radio, but I feel like I'm living it right now. <laughs> no, but he he uses his left foot, and they show him what it's like to live as this guy, and how he was essentially paralyzed. And he, uh, in the opening shot, he takes his foot, he takes a record out of a sleeve, puts it on a record player, and then puts the needle on and plays the record. He doesn't even have hands, dude. None. No. Oh God, he's really. Dude. And Whoa. he does it. He does it as an actor, and they said the rumor is that he did it in one take. Because he had learned to do oh, everything. Oh, is he a gangster in this? Does he do murder with his foot? Uh, Spoil it for me. I he, promise my viewers won't watch it. Um, no, I'm that I'm sure of it. <laughs> Does he do foot murder? No, no, no. Um, no, he uh, murdered that award season, though. He, um, he, he won the Academy Award, and he, he did another film in the same year where he plays somebody who has all of the use of their limbs. And, like... But people have never heard of him before. So, like, the fact that he was those two guys in one year, it's just, it's mind-blowing. I got a film for you. The Black Knight. With uh, Martin, Martin Lawrence. Lawrence? Yeah. I think I saw it in the theaters. I did, too. And it was incredible. It's a, it's a kid in King Arthur's court, but yeah. with the black guy. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. Perfect film. You know, yeah. I mean, that is, that was an insane <laughs> film. Have you seen Warriors of Virtue? Is that what the uh, is that what the kangaroo, the, the kangaroo people? people and dude, <laughs> let's go, dude, dude. Kid jumps in a sewage pipe, comes out in a world with martial arts kangaroos. Let me tell you, this would be the most confusing <laughs> blockbuster that you would own. <laughs> Mike Eaton's blockbuster. It's mostly candy <laughs> and popcorn. <laughs> And it's just these fucking movies that no, it's just you. Hold on, you're convincing people like you. You've never seen Bucket List, the Bucket List with uh, with uh, with Morgan Freeman. No, what's that? It's, no, this is just literally. It's gonna be a, a bunch of different series of movies where I only have parts of them. Like I have Air Bud One, Two, and Five. It's just it's just movies of your recollection of these movies. It's just terrible. It's like, please be kind, rewind, or whatever that one. The Fast with and the Furious franchise is just two films of my kind of memories of it all matched up. It's just every now and then you go, family. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Somebody was like, oh, they're going to stop at 11, because they've just said they're going to stop at 11. Never stop. Ne- never stop. Never they're stop. never going to stop. These Why movies, would they? They're awesome. And they make, and those people. They're so good. They keep you relevant. It's crazy, because when you try to do a franchise movie, I mean, even the Marvel guys are experiencing that, and they try to do it with something else, and people are like, no, just give us that again. Mm-hmm. Those movies make so much fucking money. Those movies are objectively horrible and amazing at the same time. Fast Five was better than Top Gun. Man, the takes, bro, on this podcast. <laughs> correct. Are insane. <sighs> he you know how much he, hate mail I'm going to get for being on this fucking show with you with Vin all this insanity? Diesel is driving a car, gets out, sits on the hood, so that when it crashes, it launches him forward, and he launches over a bridge. I've seen And catches the movie, a yeah. lady in the air. I know. And then defends them with his powerful back into another car, and they both live. So you thought that one that take, was more believable than anything in John Wick. I'm sorry, it's better than a plane going, shh. No, but I'm saying your whole problem with John Wick was the not believability of him fl- being flown places. They didn't establish any reason for the John Wick. He's not roles. wearing sleeves. You're the, telling me this motherfucker didn't Diesel, get- it has the power of family. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. No, but the whole series is just bonkers insane. I know, it's insane. Where you're not supposed to believe anything. Oh, the trailer for this new one where he where, where they where they take two helicopters and they harpoon him, and then he jumps off the bridge, and somehow he's going fast enough with the propulsion. And uh, uh, the velocity to then have them crash into each other. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. There is a whole generation of idiots who now think that this is possible. Uh, it is. 
there's no CGI in those films. That's what's Bro, so impressive. It's like that night. You just got demoted. Like I used to shot. think of you as family, and now you're more <laughs> healthier queens. <laughs> well, healthy is nice. I don't get that. That's often. the only time you've ever been called it. <laughs> no, there's a lot of good movies out there. You haven't named one. <laughs> I'm waiting. Um, wait. Give oh. us a movie that you love that you know he's gonna hate. I was gonna say, what's the last movie you saw in theaters? Oh, John Wick Four. Yeah, that was last weekend. Um, before that, it was oh, Black. No. So Forrest <laughs> Gump, I will say this. I am sort of on the bandwagon, or like, I do think that it is a weird. Like, I like him. I don't like the other. Like, I think it is cool. Weirdly enough, like, not to get on a tangent here, but Garrett Morris, who was the, on my show, uh, the show that I was on, and um, he, I told him, I, I said this to him, our whole friendship, you are Forrest Gump without being retarded. Because the life that he has lived, I said, your real life is that interesting. He was a Vietnam vet. He, um, he got SNL when he was, like, in his late 30s, and he'd already lived. He was on the first cast of SNL. Like, I, there are people that are out there that are like that, that are actually incredibly better than fiction, right? And so I think that the idea that a guy went through the thing, it's very believable. You think about somebody who would have been socially active, who might have found himself in certain rooms, you know? There was, like, rumors about these people. Like the cash cab guy. Do you know he was Pat Tillman? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, you lot. You just, <laughs> I couldn't hold it. I tried, but but he no. But I thought you were gonna say, but he's retarded. Um, but <laughs> I just thought you were gonna say that. That was not my opinion. Um, but uh, but the idea that people are interesting, I just didn't think the whole Jenny thing. I always think that that's a yeah, little weird. You no, know, a horrible person, and where well, she's well, supposed horrible to be person. What, like redeemed. That I have a, a problem. I'm with. glad she got AIDS. I'm just. I hope she didn't pass it on to him. I hope she did. Because Fuck. because then he Forrest Gump doesn't die, so then we have a cure for AIDS. Well, then there's a sequel. You know that's called Gump and Company. There's a book. You're lying. I'm not lying. And they were they were gonna make it. His son is the smartest boy in the world. It's no. he's the opposite of Forrest Gump. That that's I swear. Not how that genetics I, work. If you're raised by a tartar, you're not gonna be a genius. How's Forrest Gump gonna be a father? He's busy running. I don't think you know how fatherhood works. <laughs> I, don't <either. laughs> like, I don't know how movies or fatherhood. Movies, Ooh, fatherhood, family. I know a good movie that I like. Oh. Full Metal Jacket. Okay. I like how they killed a lot of people. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and that one guy goes, Bow. And you didn't like that about John Wick 4? No, I like John Wick. The fire shotgun, remember? It's cool. But that was one part. You didn't like how many guys? I hated there? the stair scene. He has to climb up 200 stairs. I know, stairs, that was a little... They kick him down, and then at one point, the guy... Oh, also, I will say that that part of the movie was aided so much by a very cool black guy sitting behind me that was doing his own commentary. This motherfucker sliding after him. It was, it was pretty cool. So that's what you liked about the I movie. I did very much enjoy that. You like, um, yeah, black voiceover. Yeah. Yeah. If that was uh, an option... For like instead of close DVD captioning, I just yeah. want black voiceover. Yeah. Oh hell no! Don't go in there, bitch. Yeah. Um. All right. What's no, I can talk. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> he did what? He did what? Hold on, I'm on my way. He just hangs up and goes back to watch the movie. <laughs> Clip it. <laughs> 
clip it. Oh man. Well, uh, this is the pod, by the way. We yeah. got to figure out how to do this. Where you just don't know any movies. Well, your horrible takes. <laughs> it's 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 hot. Where we eat pancakes. It's it's hot takes and hot cakes with Mike Eaton and Jonathan Kite. Yeah. Where where I talk for the sane people. <laughs> I have a I have a musical take that I full and wholeheartedly stand behind Uh-oh. that genuinely upsets people. Okay. Uh, Joe Cocker makes the Beatles sound like Yoko Ono. I mean, his voice, you just like his voice? He's so much. Every song on the Across the Universe soundtrack is better than the original. By a lot. The Beatles are disgusting bubblegum music, and they're very boring, and nothing about them is creative or exciting. They, they, are you they sure? were just a cultural phenomenon. It was like, oh, British guys, how cool. They were only popular because a bunch of people my mom's age got really horny. Are we not? A, are we in a radio movie right now? <laughs> this is a, this is a made-for-TV movie. I mean... About how bad the Beatles were. John Lennon's a retard. He's not even good at music. I mean, I, I Ringo think... Ringo Starr might have actual extra chromosomes. I don't think you've heard the Beatles. What? I don't want to hold anyone's Are you thinking hand. of Michael Clark Duncan's band? <laughs> I bet he's good. Um, uh, or was. Oh, Rest in peace. I met him once. Yeah? Yeah. His, his, no joke, his his forearm was the size of you. That's so cool. He was, he, and he was the sweetest dude. I waited on him at, at Cheesecake Factory, humble brag. And um, he I was, loved him in Mighty Joe Young. I knew. Bro, I'm like, <laughs> it, this was so long for you to say something racist. I can't believe you didn't say the Pat Tillman thing. I was like, <laughs> when are you going to just start calling people retards and say the N-word? Where's the mic I know? You must really be hung over from last night. <laughs> That's the name of your podcast, <laughs> Retarded N-Words with Mike Eden. Yeah. I'm going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> That's your hot take. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. No, dude. but Mighty Joe Young was a good movie, too. Oh, and Tarzan with Brendan Fraser? Well, or George of the Jungle. There we go. Yeah, you didn't yeah. get out. <laughs> I'm kicking you off your Tarzan own podcast. Tarzan with the Phil Collins cut soundtrack, though? I saw in the theaters. That, same. That so movie was amazing. Good. I love Brendan Fraser so much. Um, Encino Man is one of my favorite films of all time. And uh, Bedazzled? Monkey Bone? Have you ever seen the original Bedazzled, though, with no. Dudley Moore? No. It's, I mean, they they do an amazing job, but the original is fucking awesome. It's from the 80s, and it's... It, I don't think any... The only old movie I like is The Jerk. Bro, you, what are you, my father? Gone with the Wind my is father's objectively like, terrible. Oh, wait, you don't like... You don't like old movies? Oh, they're bad. Oh, dude, you have they're no... so bad. Man, you got bad taste in food. You got bad taste in retards. <laughs> I got great taste in retards. Um, but no, what's an old movie that's actually great good? Great taste in retards. What's an actually you good old a movie? Retard. Have you gone watch, watch the original Star Wars? Go watch A New Hope. I'm, Mark Hamill is a dog shit actor. Chinatown. Chinatown! What is Chinatown? It's your, uh, what do you mean? I was going to say, it's, it's your... What is Chinatown? It's the Jack Nicholson movie, Roman Polanski. You love him. He's a pedophile. Oh, does he marry a daughter? All right, let's see. Chinatown. Bro, you never seen Chinatown? No. What about The Hustler with Paul Newman? No, don't know anything about that. So that is... 1974? Yeah, it's one of the... What about, what about The Godfather? I've never seen it. No, I know. I'm saying... Yeah, you could have these opinions because they're based on ignorance. <laughs> well, I don't know what you're talking about. Dude, you're like, no, man. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to no. say, that's it. Carlito's he way. only saw Godfather's Pizza. What? No, I haven't seen any of the Godfathers or Goodfellas. Well, those are two different franchises. And I one saw, of them is in a franchise. I didn't see Scarface um, either. 
Well, that is one of those oh. ones where that is weirdly bad and good at the same time. That Usual cute, Suspects was good. That's not an old movie. Boondock Saints. Not an old movie. Those are 90s films. Yeah, that's old, dog. No, when were you born? 91. No, you. that's not old. It, it, yeah, we're talking about before you were born. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice is one of the greatest films of all time. They're actually yeah. doing a sequel. Let me tell you how good that movie is. He's not even in the movie all that much. Yeah. He, he's in it this much, but he is so unreal. fucking good, and it's not from source material or IP, so he had to create that character. Yeah, Michael Keaton, one of the best who ever did it. Um, crazily enough, I'm trying to think of other movies that you- Birdman? I loved Birdman. That was incredible. Unbelievable. That was one of those ones where I watched it, and I was like, I am smart. I enjoy art. <laughs> Sometimes I feel that way. Yeah. I'm just enjoying you right now. <laughs> you know I feel like I'm at the zoo. I saw Tinker Taylor. You're looking at a freak spy. show with this guy who's never saw these fucking films. How are we such good friends and you've never seen these goddamn movies? That's the only movie I've ever walked out of in theaters. What? Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy. I never saw it. It was very bad. But Jay J- Edgar was good. It was very Get weird. the fuck out of your own podcast. He's he looks like a white Medea. I know. It's so funny. <laughs> He's like, yeah, Daffy. Yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> he calls him a Daffy. Yeah. Leo, he, he is not good in that fat suit in the no. old age. He, he's got, and he's got the highest pitch voice. And he's, I'm like, yeah. how are you? No, dude, he ain't good with that shit. He's his own clump. I loved it. You would love a clump movie. Yeah. You love anything in a fat suit. The clumps were great. Did I, you like, did you like Tom Hanks in Elvis? I didn't see it. He's terrible in it. I liked, uh, and I and you know I'm Tom Hanks is my favorite. <clears throat> I think I've only seen like two or three Tom Hanks movies. I've seen Big, and I've you would and Forrest Gump Castaway. and Castaway. Yeah, I think that's it. Oh, I saw The Terminal. Not a good movie. What is happening right now? <laughs> oh, a layover that went bad. No, Ugh. but that's a real story that happened. To a, it was a, a, a refugee. Yeah, but that guy's dumb. Sorry, you couldn't relate to a struggle. <laughs> yeah. Also, he was hardly at the food court. <laughs> like, what are you even doing? <laughs> Fucking idiot. Uh, I saw the opening scene of that where, the <laughs> where they stormed the beach, and I was like, it's like dude, I bet they never get to Mexico. They are getting slaughtered. I'm just turning this. It's a shutout. I'm not going to watch the rest of the game. Have it's, you talked about this? Have you seen The Whale? I have not. But I had a friend that saw it and said he was terrified that that's how people think fat people actually eat. <laughs> and it's like, is this what people think of us? No, not but around? not. Come on, the difference between fat people and him—he was morbidly obese and he had an addiction. Mm-hmm. That's that's the problem with the simplification of that. Is just to be like that. It's talking about all fat people. It's not. It's it's talking about morbidly obese people who can't move. Yeah, you know, like the my six hundred pound life. Yeah, no, for real. Mm-hmm. Or like um the mom in uh in um uh what's eating Gilbert Grape? Oh, have you ever seen that movie? I have not. They could even trick you with the title. No, but uh, there's uh, what Violet. She's a fat lady. I know. I, I asked if you'd seen Willy Wonka. I imagine if you were to I've see, seen both. If you were, oh the new oh Charlie's Chocolate Factory is terrible. Okay, Johnny Dav has no upper it, lip. What does he need it for? I, I, I think you're not going to top. Um, and I love Johnny, uh, but you're not topping fucking that original Gene film, Wilder. dude. It's so good. Oh, Gene Wilder. I like stuff he's done. So Willy Wonka. You've yeah. seen an older film. Yeah, I liked that one. But oh, you know what's good? You know it's yeah, blazing saddles. saddles. One of the airplane. Yes, naked gun. Uh, Leslie Nielsen's a god. A god. Yeah, I think he's the funniest person to ever be in movies. Yeah, maybe. 
It's hundred percent. There's no one that's made me laugh harder than just all of his just deadpan delivery. I hundred percent agree. I I think that Naked Gun. Well, Windy City Heat, which you've seen. No. Have you ever seen Windy City Heat? It's um, it's a mockumentary about a real guy. Everybody else is in the mockumentary except him. Oh, it's like a Truman Perry, Show type thing. It's like a, but this guy doesn't know. Yeah. It was produced by Jimmy Kimmel. It is, I think, the funniest film ever made, and it is. You, you will you'll call me and you'll be like I can't believe I've never seen this film it's insane this dude Perry Caravello he thinks it's real and he has a very high pitched voice but part of it is mean spirited because he apparently I guess he was in an accident I don't know and then it, it affected him um, it's still the funniest fucking movie I've ever seen in my life yeah. but I would say Naked Gun is probably the second funniest movie uh, I, The Jerk has a special place in my heart that was one of my favorite yeah. funny movies yeah well Steve Martin is yeah. as, as good as gold but fucking naked gun. He hates gun. cans. <laughs> so stupid. Steve Martin. Yeah, he's so he's, um, he's insane, insanely funny. Yeah. What else? I'm trying to think of just any. Other I haven't film. seen any of the barbershop movies or Friday. What? You haven't seen Friday? No, dude. That shit is hilarious. I saw the Don't Be a Menace in South Central while drinking your juice. Or whatever. I mean, dude. You but I haven't see, seen you one see scary movie. On. Yeah. Same. I mean, it's the same, same movie. movie yeah. I saw movie forty three. Great film. I d- haven't seen it. <laughs> it's, it's very, yeah, it's very bad. Yeah, <laughs> that's one of those ones where even I'm like, this I was is not even good. if I had, I wouldn't admit it on camera. Yeah, it's not a good. Movie. Um, yeah, dude, that is. We have to. That's what we do. But we have to figure out how to get the right. Well, we could put it up on YouTube, yeah. where we watch and then. Yeah. Vimeo. What is? Oh, Vimeo. Great call, dude. I think we should genuinely talk about this. Yeah. Off mic. You teach me movies. Off mic. Um. Merch. Um, wait, but do you plug dates on here? Uh, yeah. Are we still doing Tempe together? Yeah. Okay. I hope. I, me too. I mean, after this conversation, that's. It's uh, really no, more I, up I don't to think you. we are, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here to tell you on air, you are not going to be there. Well, I have also not seen Saving Arizona, so. Raising Arizona. Oh, right. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you've seen any movies, Mike. Bro, I'm I'm not sure you've seen a I've single seen the way, way back. movie. That's a good movie. That, that one made me cry. But you've never seen Meatballs. No. So the, it's the Bill Murray movie. Have you seen Meatballs? It's the best. <laughs> I started Groundhog Day and turned it off. It got repetitive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Dan's like, get the fuck out of the studio. Uh, yeah, so what, when can people come see you? <laughs> Tell you how awful it is an idea to be my friend. I am genuinely angry about our friendship, brother. No, no, um, uh, I'm going to be. Uh, I'm in Austin all weekend doing shows, and then um, we'll be at Tempe, you and I, in the Fourth of July weekend, the 29th through the second, I think, at Tempe Improv. JonathanKiteComedy.com for all my stuff. Jonathan Kite uh, and Kite Club. I have a podcast yes. called Kite Club Podcast. Um, it's uh, with my buddy Ryan, and uh, we just started, so um, it's doing pretty well. But Kite Club podcast and um, on TikTok, and then uh, yeah, Jonathan Kite on all my socials. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming in today, dude. I love you so much. I love you. Uh, this has been highly social. Have a great week. <laughs>